Inspired Podcast Network. We exist to empower the voices of women who live their lives blooming alive through podcast community. Now, here is your host. Blooming Inspired Podcast, equipping and empowering the voices of women who live their lives blooming alive. Good morning. This is Michelle Bentham, host of Blooming Inspired Podcast. And We are on again today talking about Psalm 119, and I'm very, very excited about uh, what we've been talking about up until this point. Uh, Last week, we came into understanding God's ways and asked for revelation from the Lord and meaning for His ways so that we could enjoy the reward of obedience or following them fully. And then it says to give me an understanding heart so that I can passionately know and obey your truth. See, it's all about obedience. My friend Tracy, she says, obedience is the love language of the Holy Spirit. And I believe that's true. She says to guide and and his word will guide us into the paths that please you. For I take delight in all that you say. Do you take delight in all that he says? Remember my testimony about Psalm 119. I struggled to read it because I struggled to find myself in it until Jesus said, no, 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 you don't understand. You're not supposed to find yourself in it. You're supposed to find me. Cause my heart to bow before your words of wisdom. Did you know time spent in the word will cause your heart to bellow, will bring up humility in you as you begin to understand the wisdom of God and pursue it over anything this world has to offer you. In this case, it talks about the wealth of the world. It, 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 and, and the word will help you to turn your eyes away from the deceptions and the illusions of the world. So that you only pursue what's true. It gives your soul life. It revives your soul. Do you hear that? It reassures us of God's promises and that we are indeed his beloved. And it's us as his servant that bows before him. It is also the way we are defended when we face criticism and mockers. And his words are beautiful. We see that there as well. We also learn about trusting in the Lord, that his tender love will overwhelm us when we spend time with him in his word. For And we will know him as not only our savior, but the keeper of his promises. That we will always have an answer for those who mock us if we trust fully in his word. That we won't forget his truth Because we rely upon his precepts. And I will observe the laws every moment of the day and will never forget the words you say. See, this is the way we write his word on our heart. Is we allow time with the Holy Spirit and reading his word. And focusing our heart on who Jesus is as the living word. Till we get to the end of that passage and it says, My passion and delight is in your word and I love what you say to me. I long for more revelation of your truth and for for I love the light of your word as I meditate on your decrees. You see, there is light in his word. 
and we can we 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 will see that that our passion and our love of his word and the pleasure we get from his word increases and creates a longing for revelation and truth in our lives as we love what he says and we love the light that is exposed to us as we meditate on his word. So in Psalm 119, beginning in verse 49 today, we are going to read the next portion. And in the Passion Translation, which is the translation that I'm reading from each day, it says, My comfort. He begins with, Lord, never forget the promises you've made to me, for they are my hope and my confidence. I'm all, in all my afflictions, I find great comfort in your promises, for they have kept me alive. Do you hear this? Do you hear what the psalmist is saying? He says he never forgets the promises that God has made to him personal. It's not just the promises he made to Israel or the promises he made to the apostles. It's the promises he made to me. For they are my hope and my confidence. If I don't know God's promises, I don't have hope and confidence. Do you catch that? In all of my affliction, I find great comfort in your promises, for they have kept me alive. It is the promises of God that bring life to you. They keep and preserve your life. They comfort you in hard times. I'm thinking about the news this morning that a Navy missile has, a Navy drone has been shot down uh, by the nation of Iran. And the nation of Iran has also attacked one of our ships um, there in the Middle East. And so it looks like there's an escalation of something going on there. And if I put my focus there and I begin to think on that and, and meditate on that, my heart is going to become quite disturbed. But if I, and I'm going to pray out of that disturbed spirit. Do you understand what I'm saying? But if I go back to scripture and I begin to realize that Jesus said there will be wars and rumors of wars until I come again. That every time I hear about a conflict, a military conflict, a war, that I am reminded that Jesus is coming again and that his protection is upon my life, that his truth is in my heart, that yes, persecution and hard times and even wars may come, but I can trust in the Lord Almighty. Listen to this, verse 51. No matter how bitterly the proud markers speak against me, I refuse to budge from your precepts. Your revelation light is eternal. I'm encouraged every time I think about your truth. Whenever I see the wicked breaking your laws, I feel horrible. As I journey through life, I put all your statutes to music. Listen to this. Worship music especially. Listen to the power, and they become the theme of my joyous songs. When your heart is troubled and needs comfort, put the things you know about God into song and sing to Him. I have a testimony about this. A number of years ago, 
I went through um, a program. It was a biblical weight loss program where we did Bible study and we observed these uh, habits in our eating. And then we turned it, um, we turned it over to God basically through prayer and accountability. And we came to this place where we were living each day. Uh, honoring God with our bodies, with our mind, and with our emotional eating, if you will. And so, but here's the here's the thing that I want you to catch. That I was also detoxing from a significant addiction to Coca-Cola. It was nothing for me to go through several 12-packs of Coke a week. So during that season, I was also encountering God in a different way. I would go into my office and I'm I'm telling you that he he wasn't physically present with me, but I knew in my spirit he was he was present with me after I did it for a few days. And a friend of mine had suggested go into the place where it's quiet in your house and you pray and lay before the Lord Sit before the Lord. Picture yourself at His feet. And turn on some worship music and focus your heart on Him. And wait until you feel His presence come. This was new to me. I didn't know that you could sense and feel the presence of God. So I did it. And the first day, I laid in the floor for about an hour. And I laid there with the worship music playing. And I began to weep. And then I had this comforting sense that God was with me. And it was powerful. I just knew He was there. I began to relate to Him like He was real and accessible in my life every single day. And so, fast forward a few weeks into this program that I'm in. And I'm sitting in my recliner in the middle of the day. The TV is turned off, which would have been unusual for me in that season. Because I, up until about 10 or 11 years ago, I needed constant background noise because I didn't like to be alone with my thoughts. But I had the TV turned off, and I was reading in the Psalms, and I, was, I had a headache. I remember I had a headache, and I knew it was from the detoxing, from the caffeinated drinks that I'd been drinking. And so I just, I began to sing this song. I just closed my eyes. I was no longer reading the Psalms, but I was singing this song out of my heart about the Lord and about how faithful He was and about how good He was. And I focused my entire heart on His goodness. And after about 20 minutes of singing this song, my headache was gone. Can I tell you, that lit me up. I became passionate about being aware of the presence of God, about worshiping Him when He showed up and when I had need of Him. It was so powerful. He said, He sets His statutes to music and they become the theme of his joyous song. Have you noticed that a lot of contemporary worship is scripture set to song? Yes, they may put in some rhyming words and they may put in some things uh, 
to, that make it teachable, but the heart of it is Scripture. That's a powerful truth. You see, His revelation light is eternal. We can be encouraged every time we think about His truth. Whenever we see the wicked breaking your laws, do you ever feel that way? Do you ever feel horrible because you see people doing things that you know offends God? But the key to overcoming that horrible feeling is not to go protest what you see happening that it would offend God. Yes, we need to be vocal. Yes, we need to build relationships with people and speak to them about the power and the love and the truth of God's word in the context of relationship. But we don't need to be, we don't need to be a bunch of unloving, uncaring, discompassionate preachers with bully pulpits standing on our street corner soapboxes yelling at people. And yes, I'm talking about social media. We don't need to be worried about our rights. God will take care of us. We need to be worried about a lost and dying world knowing the love of Jesus. Pursuing His holiness in our own lives so that other people will see the blessed state of our life because we pursue His holiness, because we pursue His righteousness, because we pursue His kingdom and have all those things added to us. We need to have people desire what we have in our lives so much. We need to make them hungry for the righteousness of God. Jesus wasn't concerned with his comfort. Jesus wasn't concerned with his, his power. Jesus wasn't concerned with anything but reaching people with the love and the presence and the power of his Father so they would trust him and believe in him and know that he keeps his promises. How does your life demonstrate that God keeps his promises? You see where I'm going with this? Let's conclude verse 55. Throughout the night, I think of you, dear God. I treasure your every word to me. All this joy is mine as I follow your ways. You know, I think about this, about us in the context of being women pursuing God's heart in our role and reign in God's kingdom. That, and as we live our lives blooming alive. Wildflowers do not worry about the atmosphere, the weather, the uh, context of their blooming. They just bloom because that's what they were created to do. You are a wildflower woman. You were created to live your life blooming alive, abundantly alive. So people would know that God keeps his promises. Jesus changed the game with women. And unless we believe that's true, we will always take a seat rather than lead. We will always step aside. I don't know about you, but I'm not called to lead someone else's Bible studies. I'm not called to lead children, not because I'm too proud to do it. I've done it. I've served in the nursery ministry. I've served in youth ministry. I've worked with children in preschools. And I discovered I'm not particularly gifted to do that. 
But what I am gifted at is teaching. And I teach women particularly. But I teach from a prophetic perspective. I teach from a life-giving perspective. And I teach from a leadership perspective. And it's my heart to bring women up into their calling and empower them to lead. And so if that's, if, if what you're hearing resonates with you, that you've been looking for a place that you can plug in and be equipped and empowered and discover your calling and purpose in life, and you haven't really found that in your traditional settings, that's what Blooming and Inspired exists for. The podcast is a part of a larger network, Blooming Inspired Network, and it's a network that is about equipping and empowering women to live their lives, blooming alive, to walk in their role and reign in God's kingdom. So reach out to me if that's you. God, we just pray that we would, as women would be lovers of your word. We would trust that you are a God who fulfills your promise right down to the very call on our life. And I pray, God, that you would move in our hearts and in our minds to not only be good leaders as women, but you would impart upon our mind to be honoring towards the men in our life, towards the outside world in our life, that you would help us to express love in a profound way, to express who you are in us in a profound way. And Lord, I pray that each woman within the sound of my voice will feel encouraged in her present circumstances to seek your comfort, your word, your truth, and not be discouraged by the things she sees around her, but instead be encouraged to love more, to live more abundantly, to pursue truth more passionately, to fulfill that longing in her heart for revelation, truth, and wisdom. In Jesus' name. And that's all the time that I have for you. But I do, I want you to reach out to us here at Blooming Inspired Network. If you're interested at all in growing in your calling and in, in, in your purpose as a woman in God's kingdom. And the way that you do that is go to bloominginspirednetwork.com, bloominginspirednetwork.com. There's a link for contacting and connecting with us at the top of the page. Just click on that. There's a form there. It'll send me an email. Or you can email directly admin at bloominginspirednetwork.com. That will eventually make its way to me. And uh, you can also find us on facebook.com forward slash Blooming Inspired, and you can click on the direct message link there. And we definitely get those and respond to those as quickly as we can. I want you to know that I love you, and, and, and I've never met you, but I love you. And the reason I love you is because God loves you. And I am I am overwhelmed. We are launching our Wildflower Women, relaunching our our leadership track called Wildflower Women on July the 1st, and I would love for you to be a part of that. So jump in with us, jump on board, be a part of what we're doing here at Blooming Inspired Network, because we're just a group of women seeking God, pursuing His heart for us and for the world around us so that we can live our lives blooming alive and affect the world with the beauty and the grace and the love of God. Like I said, that's all the time we have today. But as always, I want to remind you that blooming where you're planted, let your roots go deep where you're planted, 
is the first step to living your wildest dreams. So live your lives blooming alive. Thank you for listening to the Blooming Inspired Podcast on the Blooming Inspired Podcast Network. This show airs Tuesdays and Thursdays, 11 a.m. Central Time. Please take a moment to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. You can also learn more about this podcast, its network, or the ministries of Blooming Inspired Network by visiting bloominginspirednetwork.com and clicking the podcast link at the top of the page. Thank you.